This is Inside Friartown. Welcome to the Inside Friartown podcast. I'm your host, Mike DeMars. And joining me today is a former member of the Providence College lacrosse team and is currently a member of the chaos in the Premier Lacrosse League, Jared Newman. Jared, you grew up playing basketball and didn't start playing lacrosse until your senior year of high school. What made you want to start playing a sport that you had never played before? I think it was it was nice to play something that was just fun. It was just playing it strictly for the fun of it. Uh, I joined to play with my friends who had played their whole life. Uh, I had never touched a stick before, but basketball was starting to become more of like a like a business, I guess you could say. I saw it in a, in a different light. So I wanted to do something to sort of step back my senior spring that was a little more refreshing, a little more easygoing, something I could do with my friends and have fun and not have to worry about competing at, I guess you'd say, the highest level or competing and, you know, upholding sort of what I had built as a basketball player. So it was, it was nice to sort of step back and just, and just enjoy doing something. Do you feel it's important for young athletes to try different sports and not just focus on one? Yeah. So I get, I get asked this question a lot. Uh, when you look at like anyone who's considered one of the greatest athletes of all time, right? They all played multiple sports growing up. You look at LeBron James, you look at Allen Iverson, you look at Michael Jordan, right? You look at Bo Jackson, you look at Ken Griffey Jr. You look at all these guys who are greats in their sport, right? And they all played multiple sports. So the way I always kind of, kind of tell kids that ask me this question is I tell everyone the same way, right? I think it's great, a great thing to play multiple sports when you're younger. You pick up tips, you learn how to use your body differently. You learn how to, you know, translate and carry over from one sport to another. Oh, if I do this from this sport, I can use it in this sport. And you really learn how to sort of mix all these little things that you find along the way by playing multiple sports into the sport you focus on. And now when I say focus on, I mean that because at some point you're going to need to put all your energy and effort into perfecting a craft. So at a certain point in your life, whether it's high school or, you know, the end of high school or even college, I'd say it's probably when you really start to focus what I would think is the time where you really put all your energy in one, one sport, you make the decision at the end of high school as to what sport you want to focus on and go to the next level with. And that's the time that I think you put all of your energy into one sport and you really try to develop and master your craft. Cause at a certain point, especially if you want to take it to the next level, you can't be breaking your time up and practicing three crafts, right? You'd be, you'd be good at a lot, but not the master of any, right? You want to practice all of your energy on one and really perfect that craft, sort of the 10,000 hour rule. While you're at Providence College, you were named to the all Bees team for three straight seasons and recognized as the Big East Defensive Player of the Year as a senior. You were also named an All-American. Describe the work you had to put in to go from someone just learning the sport to someone getting national recognition. Yeah, I mean, starting this sport so late, right, I obviously knew I was playing catch up um, with everyone else. I was trying to IQ wise catch up. I was trying to skill wise catch up. And then I was really trying to just sort of fit in at the same time in the sport of lacrosse. Knowing that, going into that, I really had to take time and do the extra work. And uh, you, anyone can break it down or say it any way they want, right? But there's no secret sauce. There's no secret recipe on, on how to become a great player and a great athlete. Those, the guys who are the best are the guys who put in the work. It's talent will get you so far, but hard work beats talent when talent fails to work hard. 
I mean, I put in a ton of extra work. I took time out of my days in the mornings and the afternoons. And this is in addition to practice and the extra work I already had to do that was mandatory. Uh, and then I really took it the next step by sort of becoming a, a lax rat, as Coach Gabs would say. And I spent a ton of time watching film and especially studying my opponents. So I basically knew what my opponents were going to do before they did it. And I think that really helped me get that edge when competing and take me to the next level. On a previous podcast, I spoke to the Friars head lacrosse coach, Chris Gabrielli, about the team's annual networking day. How did taking part in a team event like that help you with your career outside of lacrosse? It's huge. I think that, you know, a lot of a lot of eggs get put in a basket with other sports. I think that if if you don't make it in, in other sports like basketball or football or baseball, right, your your career is kind of kind of over with the amount of time and effort you put in. But lacrosse is such a strong, tight knit community and family that I think that that network, especially that Friar family, right, is so strong that taking that and using it right outside of lacrosse is huge. I mean, a lot of these guys, there was no professional lacrosse and they were growing up and playing. So them coming out of that and being like, I need to go pro in something else now, they're all super successful because they know how to work. They've all really pushed themselves. And that lacrosse community, especially the Friar lacrosse community, is really willing to help. So they never had the chance to go pro or play pro. And they really succeeded in their professional career. So taking advantage of touring, you know, these businesses and seeing the ins and outs every day is, is huge. It really, it led me onto the path to getting all of my internships. I used my network. I networked very hard and was some of the most successful Friars of all time. And that took me to the next level and the next level and the next level in the internship process. And then eventually got me a job. There are currently three Friars lacrosse alums playing in the PLL. How did playing at Providence College prepare you to play professionally? And what does it say about the Friars lacrosse program? Uh, I think it says a lot about the Friars lacrosse program. I mean, three Friars, all from recent classes. Uh, I mean, I played with all all of us. So myself, James Barclay and Tate Boyce. I was a captain during the time when all of them played. And I think it really shines a bright light on what Coach Gabs is doing down there. Um, he's got great facilities and a great place to play and a great atmosphere and a great support system. But I mean, at the end of the day, he's going out and he's finding the right kids and the right people to fit into Friartown and give their best. And I mean, it obviously shows we've never really had pros at this level before. And now you have three that all played with each other within recent classes. So I'd say it's it's a nod to him and what he's done and what he's accomplished. And I think there's going to be more to come. And finally, what's the best part about being a friar? The best part about being a friar for me is obviously the friar family, the connections I've made right outside of my lacrosse team. Obviously, your team is your best friends, your family. You grind with them. You, you work with them. You win with them. You lose with them. But it's, it's everyone outside of that, right? I mean, I was, I was great friends and had a chance to internship and work with, with the development guys, the athletic development guys. I worked with, you know, Bob Driscoll and those guys. I have long-standing relationships with all of alum from all other sports, not just lacrosse. And that's that's something you don't get at a lot of schools. You don't see it. So that Friar family is is, is number one to me. Thanks for listening to this bonus edition of the Inside Friartown podcast. Please download, like, and subscribe on your favorite podcast listening app. And as always, go Friars. Go Friars.